Hey, everyone. Welcome to Four Old College Friends, a podcast documenting what it's like to be women in our 40s in the 2020s. I'm Adrian, and I'm joined by my old college friends, Lauren, Dina, and Jessica. We've had four different life paths, different careers and jobs, nine kids between the four of us. And we're getting together to talk because adulting is hard. We might as well have some fun. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Hi, guys. I'm so, so happy to be with you. <laughs> I know. I miss you guys. It's been, it's been, a, hot been minute. a minute. It's been a minute. How's your birthday? Age, welcome to the next half of 40s. Okay. So yeah, last time we talked, I was just about to turn 45. Since then, we've had two other birthdays. Happy birthday, Dina. Happy birthday, Lauren. Yeah. Because it takes us like months to get together. Yes. Yes. But you you went to the dark side. You turned 45. Yeah. No, I think we went to the dark side, Dina. We turned 46. We're on the other half. You're with me now. Welcome. That's right. Great. But um, when I was 45, I did wear that corset to yeah. uh, April's birthday. Still doing Lauren. good. Yep. Still doing Let me good. tell you something. Last time we talked, I made fun of Dina's corset, but since then I have bought a corset. <laughs> and tried to buy and tried to borrow my corset, Jean corset. But hers is super cute. She brought me over to the corset side. <laughs> the corset side. That's a good one. I was shopping for dresses yesterday. For what? For my nephew's for my nephew's bar mitzvah. What's with this um like midi midi length? I love the midi length. What's the midi length? Is it below the knee? Mm, like yeah, it's like below the knee, above the ankle. It's like mid calf. You know, I don't think you have to do it. Just because it's a trend doesn't mean we have to do it. Some things are flattering. I do it because I'm short, so I can't wear full length. So midi is good for me. Mm, I think short is is better for short. Midi's like. But how Maybe short can you go? Was there like yeah. an age where all of a sudden you're like, ooh, those, like, I'm too old for those dresses? I feel like there was like a, an unpack when I got my stuff like here from LA. I was just like, yeah, I can't pull these things off anymore. Mm, I think as long as you got the legs and the body for it, you go for it as long as you can. Well, you do have the legs and the body for it. <laughs> oh, in um, the college, maybe it was even in, yeah, in college and when, or after college, when I lived in the city, my high school friends used to make fun of me and be like, Dina, why are you wearing a belt for a skirt? I do not think I can any longer uh, get away with the belt now that I'm 40. I think it was 45 to answer your, to answer your question. Wait, yeah. what does a belt have to do with being 45? The belt, it was really a skirt. It was the size of a belt. Yeah. She's just saying it was like... It was like uh, very crotch level. It was crotch yeah. level. Oh, crotch level. I like it. Yeah. Like the two midi, Adrian, around your ass. It almost gives off like a old lady grandmother feel. I don't like that. Eh, it depends on the, on like the fit and whether it's flattering and whether it's cool. Like, I don't know. I guess I, so. I, I like a midi. I don't know. I agree with Jess. So we're going crotch length, long or midi, Adrian. What are you going for? So I went midi, but so Lauren, I agree with you that you don't have to follow the trends, but when you go shopping and every dress is midi length, it's hard to not. So I went midi and it's cute. Find Look some heels, taller. put some jewelry on. We'll, we'll, right. we'll make it cute. Um, for Taylor's bat mitzvah, I got a midi dress. I Her bat mitzvah is uh, next Saturday. A little Jewish celebration of a 
girl becoming a woman. And uh, the dress was midi, and I made it right below the knee. So you can alter the midi. Cute. Mm. Be nice to see a comparison. Do you have a picture of yourself with the midi and like with the new? I will. I'm curious. Yeah, I will. Side by side. I'll do. I'll give you. I'll send you a side by side. There you go. Yeah. How was everyone's summers? Fast. Uh, I would say the first month was like uh, felt like a lifetime, and then the second month has been nice and fast. And Jessica, why did it feel like a lifetime? It it was. I like. I drove to Florida with two kids alone, and I drove Savannah, then I drove to Maine. Then I drove back and it was just like a lot of like just me and two kids that are very young and also like trying to accomplish things the whole time. It was like every day was a lifetime. It was was a lot. I literally feel like we were just talking about starting camp and now we're talking about starting school. And it was the quickest summer I feel like I've had in a long time. I agree with Lauren. I feel like, what? Like Adrian was just going away for three weeks, which felt like a lifetime, which we want to hear about your trip. Yeah. How about you, Age? Oh, yeah. When we talked, it was like June. And all I could think about was like, oh, I cannot wait for school to be done for the kids, right? It's like, get past June so I can relax, enjoy summer. And now here we are, late August. I'm like, I can't wait for summer to be done for school to start. Right now, it feels like there's just like, it's at no man's land and need, need the kids to go back to school so I can get back to my my routine. See, I'm like the opposite. I would live in summer forever. And maybe that's because my kids are older, 12 and 17. And Marley got her license, which is life-changing that she can drive around. And oh. I I would live in summer. That's just me. Does she have her like full license? She like doesn't need full license? Well, well you got a babysitter. Anytime you need a babysitter, she come oh, on over. This I won't is put- very good. This is very good. It's she drives this car. It's my sister's 2009. I think it's like a Chrysler Sebring. She calls it the Whip, and it has a DVD player. And she plays music called Snitches and Rats and rides around. My God, Adrian, is Alex close to the license age too? Alex has her license. Yes, and it is life changing. (gasps) Wild, because so. She obviously drives herself now. I was driving her to gymnastics like somehow 12 times a week. Just seemed like all the time. So she was doing that a ton. So now she's driving herself. But then she drives the siblings around too. Oh. And and she'll run errands for us, which is great. It's like I all the things. Fantastic. It is life-changing. It's yeah. really hard to teach them to drive. Like even like Ashton, like Ashton's travel soccer, he's 12, right? So he plays travel soccer. And I drove, I had to drive from the shore. We're in this carpool, but I drove from the shore to South Jersey, waited for practice and then back. But at least I only have to do that once this week. We have a carpool of three, but still like his games are two hours away. I feel like I spend my life in my car running around, driving him to that. And then when hockey starts, it's like nonstop. So I say I look forward to getting back to my routine. But then once I get back to my routine, it becomes this other craziness of routine. I'm about to abandon my routine. I'm yeah, pretty excited us, about it. Tell what does us. that mean, Jess? I got a job. <gasps> Do tell. Yeah. Going back to work after three and a half years since COVID hit. I have not uh, got a job, but I, yeah, I'm going going back to work. I go to Atlanta for... Six weeks. 
I leave the day after school starts. Congratulations. Wow. So you have yeah. an And you talk about it? Just had a, a meeting about 20 minutes before this call. I just told the girls they didn't seem to care at all or know why I was interrupting them. <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> oh, you had, a, you had a meeting with them. You scheduled a meeting with your, your children? Yes, with my six-year-old and my eight-year-old to tell them that their mother was leaving for six weeks. And I haven't left. I mean, I used to leave them all the time, not for six weeks. But I would leave for a week here, a couple weeks here. Like they were kind of used to like us coming and going before COVID. And then I've been like mom for three years. Like not, you know, not I've gone away a couple weeks here and there for things, but not like this. So yeah. And then two of the weeks, Stu's gone too. Wow. I was like, was is Stu on dad duty now? Is that that was my question? First two, like literally school starts on Wednesday. I leave on Thursday. Stu leaves on Friday. And who's going to be with the children? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So the first week, my Elia's godfather is flying in from LA. He is staying one week. Um, and then, thank God, I just got a text this morning from my first au pair, the one we went to the wedding in France last year. Oh. She is coming for the second week. There are two days that aren't covered yet, but she is coming. So now we got to tell the kids because it was I needed to be able to say, like, these are the people that will be here. But anyway, Eloise is amazing. I'm so excited. She is leaving her husband with her child and coming for a week to cover me and then a week to help Stu until our au pair arrives, our next au pair. So yeah, she's like bailing us out. Well, if you need a supplemental babysitter, Molly's available after school hours and on the weekends. Just, I would not necessarily put the children in the car if you don't need to. Yeah. Like just let her drive to you. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Great. Love it. Jessica, are you in? Are you impacted by the writer and actor strike? Uh, our family is because uh, Stu, his role in reality TV as a production designer, there really isn't that much work for him on the East Coast. Um, so he has he had been transitioning into scripted since we moved here. And, you know, he did like a film. He did the TV show in Oklahoma. And then um, now those things aren't coming back and everything's on hold. Like Tulsa King was definitely picked up for a second season. Like we thought, okay. So, so now he's like scrambling like to get reality work. And he's been kind of out of that for three years now doing scripted or two years doing scripted. So yeah, like that's why. So essentially it was very, then it was like, a. it's really great that I got a job because it kind of takes pressure off him finding something. But you're in reality, like, and I don't know if you can talk about what your job is, like what, what, but, um, this is reality, so not impacted? Uh, well, reality has been impacted since January. Like everyone I know has like, like no one's worked since January because of all the the streaming platforms have been merging and there's been like a stop in buying new formats. Like let's say someone used to buy like 60 shows a year. Well, it came down to 10. So if you think about the amount of people that don't have jobs because they're buying less shows, so reality has, there's been a massive slowdown and then the stress. And so everyone's like, people are like, executive producers have started like driving Ubers. I mean, it's been crazy out there. And of course that was like, right when I was ready to get back to work and like, I got myself in a pair, I was like, okay, I'm ready. And then there's like crickets. Um, so that happened. And then now with the strikes, yeah, it's been a really hard time, but I do, do think like the entire landscape of our industry is unfortunately changing right now. Like are you on a reality show? Yeah, or you yeah, I'm, go- I'm going to do the Circle on Netflix, season six and seven. It's reality though. 
The circle? Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I thought it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty um, hot show. I'm excited. I never heard. Yeah. Jess, I saw season one of The Circle. I watched episode one of The Circle because I had heard about it and I was like, okay, what is this? So they've shot the last, the first five seasons they shot in Manchester. So this is the first time they're doing it in the U.S. So yeah. Okay. Wow, I'll have to Here tune we go. in. Yeah, we're excited. Tune in. Wait, can I just tell you, have you guys heard of this? Because it's like all the rage and I have to watch it, but you're so not invited to my bat mitzvah. Yes. Yes. Um, one of my kids just showed me. It's the new Adam Adam Sandler mm-hmm. movie. I'm dying. Oh, yeah. Fun. yeah. I think I need to watch it before the bat mitzvah because yeah. um, there, there's too. a few people that I did not invite. <laughs> It's not good. The kids are all talking about it. And now it's like everything I see all over social media. So I feel like we have to watch that and come back. Yeah. I'm watching right now. Um, it's called oh God, Shelter. It's um, a Harlan Coben book. And it's amazing because it was filmed at my high school and Marley's high school in Livingston right now. And they changed all the set and everything. And like we went on the set like two years ago when they were filming. And now it's street. And now it's it's a series so you know it's in my high school they talk about old principles it's and it's like different places in montclair bloomfield living it's so cool but it's like literally i'm like oh my god they're walking into the high school it's really cool what is the show shelter it's scripted yeah Yeah. Yeah. and i have to say the summer went by so fast i planned on watching remember we talked about bomber rush oh adrian was talking about i still didn't watch that i was getting down I was getting texts from people because um, kids just started to go to college. What sorority were you in at Penn State? And I was like, try it out. And it doesn't, it's not on campus anymore. <laughs> um, mm. Any chance anyone's going up this fall? What's going on, girls? Going back to Penn State? I'll be in Atlanta. No plans for the fall. No plans for the fall. No. I'd like to go to the Penn State Michigan game. I would to- also like to go to that, Dina. Let's, okay. let's, let's get there. Yeah. I would there are to plans play. to go to Penn State. There's plans to go to Penn State May 2024. I saw that. Yeah. I booked rooms. We have I rooms. booked rooms. We have rooms. It's a uh, class of 99 reunion and lower, upper, whoever else wants to come. Cool. No, and that includes Adrian because she is not class of 99. Yes. It's just the select few. But yeah. Back where it, it all began, where we all became friends. It would be fun if we can pull it off, but you know. I think we should go, even if it's for one night. I just have to make sure Zara's graduation, you know, Zara is graduating from Charleston this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Greg, my boyfriend's daughter, which I feel like she was graduating from high school, but it was college. I mean, it was COVID and she didn't have like, she didn't miss, she missed that whole senior year. She didn't have a prom, she didn't have graduation. And she, the first year was all online at Charleston. But so graduation is what? May, isn't gra- college graduations May? Yeah, usually the beginning of May. Yeah, so hopefully it won't not conflict. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. My daughter, get this. So she's going into eighth grade, right? But we're in Philadelphia. So she's turning 14. We're in Philadelphia. So they have to apply for high school like they apply for college. It's kind of like New York City placement schools. So that all happens in the fall. And have you started that process yet? It's really not. No, it opens 
it opens like it's a it's an open you open it opens on September 15th I think and closes November but basically you're just it's a drop down so their PSSA scores which is their testing I don't know what the equivalent is in New Jersey and New York but it's like statewide testing that they have to do it's based on that their grades their attendance and it's basically two years ago they switched it to a lottery so whereas the schools were the ones used that used to select the kids individually. Now it's a lottery. If you make the criteria, then you go into a lottery. So she could literally get into zero schools and then we'll be talking about where we're moving. Lauren, does Philadelphia do um, specialized schools the way I know New York does? Or does there, do what? Like, like does Philadelphia, like are the high schools specialized? Are yes. there like science uh, schools or art schools? Yes, there are some, like, but um, there is also like Central, which is... I don't know, Amanda, our other friend, told me that it was number three. And I don't believe what number, I don't know. Some of them are. There's like a science leadership academy. There's a GAMP, which is like more performing arts. You know, there's different. Would you do something like do performing arts? No, no. No, okay. I think she wants like a real high school experience. So Mm. stay tuned for that. It's also hard to navigate, I find, like as the kids do schools when it's something you didn't go through. And so, Dina, you're living where you grew up. And I wonder if it's somehow, if you find it easier because you kind of get the school. I'm just noticing, like, I live in New York State and I grew up in Pennsylvania. And even like in high school, all of a sudden, everyone's talking about these things called the regions. The school talks about it. They talk about it like everyone knows. I'm like, I don't know what this even means. And realizing, oh, I guess it's just like, I mean, it's like the New York state standardized testing. Um, And it's also confusing to me. And I don't really want to become an expert on (laughs) education, public education in New York, but I have to be like, you kind of are forced to be to help your kids navigate. But I think it's like the balance of, yes, there's the familiar aspects to it. But sometimes when something's new, I'm like, what is this? I didn't have to do this in high school or like, you know, everything. So the differences kind of like throw me that like, I think I know what's going on. But yes, I do think it's easier living in going back the familiarness of it. Um, knowing who to reach out to for like support, you know, educational, academic. So it's definitely been easier. Um, right. And I'm trying to map back like, okay, this is my kids experience in, in their high school. This is what's happening. Map back to my experience. So some of it is just like state makes their own, you know, there's like state regulations and state standards but some of it is also just different time, right? Like, yeah. if, so, so how much of it's just, um, how, how old are we? Is it 20 years later, 50 years later, 30 years oh. later, however old we are, but. Well, also all the different choices now, like we took SATs, no one, no, there was nothing else. SATs, now ACTs, SATs. I mean, I'm not in it yet, but I hear oh. about it. Yeah. Everybody. There's right. Different testing available. The, um, AP there's a there's so many AP classes yeah we were just discussing that last night at dinner my dad was over and Marley's like how many AP classes did you take I'm like one it was like only like your major classes were offered and only senior year for us it was like senior year you could take a few AP classes right so now in these schools it's like AP's offered starting in sophomore year people start taking AP classes but they're college level and then you can apply to get college credits yeah, I just think and, it's so and much maybe pressure transfer. now. It's so much pressure and people are hiring all these college counselors and people to help them with their testing. And I mean, that was always, I guess, a thing, but it's like, I, 
I don't know. I also feel now like it's the norm. Now it's the norm. The norm but the like norm. people yeah. to help you with your college essays and like, yeah, I don't, I don't know as the more money you have, the more you're able to, I don't know. I sort of think that it's an imbalance of fairness, I guess. I think also the system is a little bit broken from when we were because you knew what schools you were definitely getting into, then you would have a reach and you would have a safety. Now it is not like that. It's like you could think that, oh my gosh, I would definitely get into the school. And it is not the same aspect in that way. So you have to give your child the advantage, I guess, by spending money. Oh, I don't know. And college is ridiculous now. I don't know how anyone can afford it. Let's not go there today. (laughs) Jess, Jess, what? To go study in France. Maybe it's more or less. Is it less expensive? I wonder. I I know public's like private school because when we went to London for the year and put Cosette in like the lice, like I was reaching out to the Lycée de France, and the Lycée in... LA was like 35 a year and the Lycee in London was like 10,000 pounds, which is 15, even, even if it was 20, it's like remarkably different. The price of public school or private school in the, it's like actually kind of affordable for like people that just want to spend a little, you know, instead of like literally these people can afford it. These people can't, you know, American private school. And I think college is the same. It's like, it's, you know, it costs, but it's not like insane. the same. Yeah. Insane. I mean, that, it, 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 and I'm sure France is probably even more affordable than. And what is this leap year? Everyone's taking this, like, is it a called a leap year? Is that what it's called? Oh, oh, I don't know what you're talking taking about. Taking the year off. Gap year? Oh, gap, gap year. year. Yeah, gap that's year. the au pair that we're, no, the, another au pair I interviewed for this next one. Oh, and Dean, I thought of you. I was like, oh, I really <laughs> wish. But I had to move fast. Yeah. I got this job. I was like, I just need to hire somebody. She's um, gonna hate her. She's gonna hate that au pair because she. I think I'm gonna like her. her. Is she speak French? Of course she does. Oh, so Beeman, I'm not gonna comment because what's done is done. I'll come check in on her. Is Genesis well? Um, but yeah, most of them are doing like a get. Like this is the way they want to spend their gap year. It's almost it's like a. This is what they want to do for their gap year, as opposed to, I thought I'd take a gap year. I actually yeah. think that a gap year sounds like these kids can get themselves in order because figure out what yeah. they want, learn a little responsibility. And for some kids, that's what they need. Yeah. Can I get, can I get a gap year? Mm. No. I take them all the time. I know you do. You're taking a gap two months, Beeman. <laughs> now, Beeman, <sighs> Jessica. Yeah. Are we excited about the six weeks? Because it's like six weeks kid-free. Is this like a... I, yeah, I do think it's going to be easier than my normal life. I mean, I, I know it will be. But the next week now, because I've like been into the cabin with like bad internet and like, and I didn't have like, first I had to like cover these two weeks that no one was going to be in my home at all, except my children. So now that that's done, like I have to like organize all of these people. And that is stressful. Like the next week I feel like it's going to be, um, but then I'm just going to be like, you know, it's just, it's a lot like all the stuff you have to do with the kids and the house. And like the, it's just, it's hard for me. Um, it, I always like before COVID, I, I thought life was easier when I went to work, you know, 
it just, I, I got a break and then I would come home and then like do the laundry and like do all this, but it wasn't all like, it wasn't like the mental load. You could like walk away from it. And I just, so I felt better. Well, Jess, I travel for work, but I don't travel six weeks at a time. It's like, you know, I'll do my few, few days here, but it's like when you're home, you're managing work, you're managing kids, you're managing house, social life, friend, I mean, just like there's too much. So I love traveling for work because it's like, it's really just you. I mean, it's, it's you, your work but it's like you're collecting debt. So there's so much stuff you have to do beforehand to get ready for that trip. And then you come home and it's like, pay the bills. Oh, there's just... <laughs> when I get back, but enjoy. it's going to be like such a hot mess of hodgepodge <laughs> of different people. I don't even know what it, what's Jessica, going on. Jessica, will you, when you're in your six weeks, will you make time for us? Can we get together to do another pod? Not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's managing your kids seems like the... Yeah, yeah I just, it's we'll just going to... Oh. What is it? You will be, yeah. Yeah. It's just going to, It's. I mean, I know it's like, you know, I haven't worked in a while, so it's going to be like, but I mean, I like, I have like a couple like, drinks mixers on my account like that i've gotten some invites for a couple events like when i get to atlanta i'm like okay drink mix mixers you get to know the nice. team you know like yeah oh, i'm like okay that's what i'm doing on friday oh it's so fun <laughs> jessica are these all new people or people you've yeah. worked with before all new all new yes, you make some friends oh the making the friends i know yeah that, see uh, that's how i like met friends like when I moved to LA you know work was like my life and then like in our industry we like work so much that like you'd go out for drinks like that was like my community and so you know moving to New Jersey and I'm like got young kids thank god that was like my ticket to like meeting people like you move in middle school I don't know how you make friends as an adult all right is your repair guy there yet is he knocking on your door he I, I saw the car come down the driveway about two minutes ago okay so I have I have the kids letting him in I love and, you guys. Uh, I'm just seeing your faces. Hey, yeah, so happy. Wait, I'll tell you about my trip. Wait, wait, but the, so my refrigerator broke. I got a new fridge a year ago. The ice maker broke. There's actually two ice makers. I have like one in the door, regular ice, and then it makes like craft cocktail ice, like big ice cubes. And, and that, that one has broken. And I'm too fucking lazy to call to get it fixed because who's got time to like find a phone number and schedule I got a text message um, from LG because my refrigerator is a smart fridge. And it's like, oh, we've noticed there's an issue with your ice maker. We're sending someone out. That's so, amazing. or they or said call. So I thought, I, th I thought maybe it was a phishing scam and someone's going to come murder me today. I guess that's still possible. But um, it seemed like they knew my fridge was broken and they sent someone out. So and yay for the smart home. That's, that's kind amazing. of awesome. And yeah, that, that would be a kind of random like, scheme like we know your ice maker is broken like no and now we're gonna murder that. you <laughs> yes <laughs> try but not this to is like it. you know it's like when you work from home it's you know and i work in tech and i work from home forever and it's great because you can be around for letting people into your house to fix things but it also just seems like it's constant and there's always something so i wanted to make sure i had time i didn't want to miss you guys all right love you guys i love you guys Hey everyone, this is Adrian. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss future ones. We'll be continuing to record conversations and putting out episodes throughout the rest of this year. Thanks for listening. Bye.